Hello, Vixens, and welcome to the Wonderlust and Magic podcast. I'm Lo, an author, artist, and creativity hype woman whose passion is to encourage creative babes like you to live your most magical, artistic, and expressive life. Here I share my life, inspiration, tips, and tricks that will help you break out of your shell and unleash the creative vixen within. Now let's dive in and make some magic. Hello, hello, hello. How are you babes today? Um, I hope you're doing well. I wanted to create a podcast episode for you so that you can get to know me just a little bit better. So this is going to be a podcast episode about my creativity story, how I went from being this workaholic (laughs) Um, how I went from being this like workaholic people pleaser to starting my own creative business. Um, so I'm going to start kind of like all the way back at the beginning and bring you guys up to where I am today. So I just want to say like as a kid, I was super duper creative. I drew, I loved to color, even like into my 12, 13, 14 years old. Like I always drew, like drew, I would sketch. I always had colored pencils with me and like a big old sketchbook and I loved writing. I read voraciously. I loved to consume books, Um, but I never really believed that a creative career was like ever going to be possible for me. I grew up very athletic. Um, Sports were really important to me and my family. And I was told that like my way to get into college, to have a good education, to in order to have a good career, that athletics was was the key, that, that that was the way for me to to really make it in this world. So I kind of left the creative side of me behind in order to really go 110% pursuing my athletics. So I played soccer. I was super duper competitive soccer player um, throughout my whole life. (laughs) I want to say just like high school and beyond, but no, I was really competitive all the way down to like middle school years and played on some of like the best teams in the East coast. And like, that was a hundred percent my focus, um, growing up. It wasn't about creativity. It wasn't about self-expression. It was about achieving at soccer and achieving in school. Um, And, you know, when I got into high school, I had a moment and I shared it on my socials, but I really loved to write. I, high school is where I really developed my stride with reading. I was consuming like a book a day. Um, I would get to the point where like I was reading so voraciously, like I would skip meals. I would not be able to put books down once I picked them up. And I still have this habit today. I cannot, (laughs) cannot rest until a book is finished. And, you know, I love coming at it with a different lens today, but it definitely started when I was like in high school. Um, I took AP English my freshman year of high school and was so fucking excited to like really learn the next stage of writing and being a creative writer and just like learning about the writing process in general. But what I found was my AP English teacher, she was just hell bent on critiquing, um, every 
punctuation, every word, every sentence, and she would mark our pages up in a purple pen. And I just developed this like absolute fucking dread. (laughs) I fucking hated getting my papers back from her because they would be marked head to toe in purple pen. And it was so discouraging. After I took that English course, I kind of was like, this is not it for me. (laughs) I did not want to have every single thing I wrote be basically torn apart um, from down to my word choice to my sentence structure. Your girl just wanted to fucking write. (laughs) So after that, you know, I kind of shied away from writing and really focused more on reading and sketching and drawing. Um, but you know, as I got deeper into high school, you know, my parents stressed this idea of, you know, practicality. I was told like, you can't make money as a writer that like writing and a career in art, like that's not a real career. Artists don't make money. Writers don't make money. You're going to be broke for your whole life. Um, so the, those beliefs from other people really pushed me even further away from creativity and this self-expression and just deeper into this like mindset of, okay, like I have to achieve, I have to achieve academically. I have to achieve athletically in order to have the things that I want. I'm so sorry. My dogs are (laughs) sitting right near me. So if you hear them barking, they are, they're just connected to my side. So fast forward through college, I actually played soccer in college. I was recruited to, um, a little school called the College of St. Rose up in Albany, New York. And from there, I really delved deeper into um, this accomplishment culture and the idea that like I needed to serve, I needed to accomplish things, um, and I needed to like get really good grades and work super duper hard. So by the time I was ending college, I was feeling so burnt out so burnt out from trying to like do all this achievement work in school, working to be my best on the soccer field, um, and just like trying to figure out what it was I wanted to do with my life after I graduated college. So I was hyper-focused on serving people. Um, I had this like deep, deep calling from a really young age to see what I could do to serve others and help people. And I wanted what was important to me at this time was like, I wanted to be working one-on-one with people. I wanted to like actually help people radically change their lives. Um, so I was called into like the criminal justice sector where I started working with crime victims. And this part of my life was incredibly challenging, but ultimately incredibly rewarding as well. I kind of had trouble getting a job after I graduated college, so I ended up moving away to New Mexico um, and taking a job out there where I worked with um, drunk driving victims and their families. And that work was really powerful for me. It was at that job where I really developed my public speaking muscle, (laughs) which I ended up fucking loving. I did not expect to enjoy public speaking, but once I was given the role and the opportunity, I absolutely just like completely took it on with open arms. I was running these like 200 person um, live events in New Mexico where I was talking about the dangers of drunk driving, trying to educate the public there. Um, I had guest speakers that were on a monthly rotation and I was managing those people. And I was looking for ways in this job of serving people to like really 
use my creativity that I felt like was like kind of locked deep down inside. So after I spent a year kind of developing these skills in New Mexico, I decided it was time to move back to the East Coast, back to upstate New York, um, to be closer to my family, closer to um, just like where I kind of grew up. I was out in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico with no friends or family near me. And that was really a challenge for me. So when I moved back, I took a job at a Planned Parenthood where I worked with sexual assault victims. And again, like even in this job, I was serving people 24-7. I was on call 24-7. I was there when people were having like the hardest moments of their life. And I got the chance to watch so many of these women just like completely transform, which was incredible for me. Um, but the job was really tough, you know, and I tried to use my creativity in other ways while I was there. So I actually wrote some articles while I was there. I worked on um, just like creative programming. I where I like went into schools and I did like creative workshops with um, with kids and teenagers and really just like looked for ways to kind of use my creativity in these roles. Um, but at the end of the day, like it was just really tough work for me. I am an empath. So taking on these really big and traumatic experiences day in and day out, um, it really was, it, it really weighed on me and it was really hard for me. And at the time I was going through my own abusive relationship, which left me just feeling really broken. Um, I really struggled and had a tough time and once I was able to find the strength to like leave that relationship, um, you know, other parts of my life started struggling. You could say I hit rock bottom. My parents went through a really ugly divorce. Um, I had a very, very close friend of mine pass away. Um, all of these things kind of happened like dominoes. It felt like it was just one thing after another, after another. And I was like at this point where I needed to help make sense of my life. I knew that I needed to step away from the trauma that I was like experiencing secondhand every day. Um, so I decided to go back to something that I always enjoyed, which was working with kids. So I had gotten this counseling certification, um, and I was ready and excited to use it in a school. I actually was doing a lot of programming in schools at the time. So it wasn't that weird for me to make that transition. And I just absolutely adored working with kids. It was fun. It was exciting. It was challenging. I really felt like I was able to make such a difference in these kids' lives um, by teaching them emotional regulation skills, by teaching them coping mechanisms for their big feelings, by working with them day in and day out about like building their toolbox for self-esteem and um, healthy emotional regulation and communication skills. And throughout that process, I finally felt comfortable enough and safe enough to explore like, what is the meaning of my own life? How do I control as an adult my own emotions? How do I want to communicate and be seen through the world? So through that process, I kind of began a spiritual awakening where I delve really deep into personal development and trying to learn more about myself, trying to learn more about who I am as a person, what my purpose is on this planet. And in doing all of that work, I realized that I was really living life for other people, that I had done all of these things in my life because it was what I was supposed to do as opposed to what I really actually wanted to be doing. And the more I learned about myself, the more I took a step away from the opinions and beliefs of other people was 
about the time where I realized that like I was doing everything that was expected and I still wasn't completely fulfilled. I still wasn't completely happy with where I was and I could not shake this feeling like I had so much more to give to the world, to myself, to my partner, to my family and that I was really selling myself and like kind of the world short by not doing the stuff that I really actually wanted to do. Um, And it took time. It took a lot of learning and unlearning and getting to know myself and getting to like love myself (laughs) because so often when we get to know ourselves, we don't always love everything that we find. And I think like for me, Um, like forgiveness and going through this forgiveness journey was really huge for me. Like understanding that I'm not ever going to be a perfect person, but I can live my life in a way that's aligned with the things that are most important to me, that the values that are most important to me, and that I can do that every single fucking day if I want. I don't have to play by anyone else's rules. I don't have to believe in the things that anybody else believes. And the most important thing is loving myself enough to trust myself, to give myself the permission to live the life that I always wanted. So in doing all that, I realized that like, I really just wanted to create. I wanted to write. I wanted to draw and I wanted to make a difference in people's lives. So when the 2020 pandemic hit, I was obviously still working at a school. Um, So it was over the summer when I really had nothing to fucking do. (laughs) I um, was home and the world was shut down and I was in the car with my my partner and we were talking and, you know, he was saying, well, like, what would you want to do if you could do it? And I said, well, you know, like, I think in the future I would love to write a book. I think that that would be super dope. And I just like heard this voice inside of me be like, bitch, one day, why wait for one day? I mean, you got the time to do it now. Why not start now? So following that like little nudge, I hopped onto an online platform called Upwork. It's a freelance site um, where people can hire writers or graphic designers or whatever. So I went on there looking for jobs. I wanted to write a book. I wanted to get back into writing. And lo and behold, like in two days, I booked my first client. He was a beautiful fucking man who gave me like a short book project. I finished it in less than two weeks and he loved it. He loved what I wrote. He said it was spot on to like what he wanted and I was flying high. (laughs) Um, I think like literally the first book I ever wrote, I got paid $150 for, (laughs) which is nothing compared to what I am making now for the same amount of work. But it just goes to show like I just wanted to start. I just wanted to start to see what I could do and after I was finished with this book and had such a great interaction and experience with this client, I was like, why not fucking do more? (laughs) I kind of wanted to see how much I could get away with, um, who the hell would actually hire me to write their book. And lo and behold, like the next week I had another client who I ended up doing a 50,000 word book for. It took like almost two months for me to get through it. But wow, what an incredible experience. Um, And I loved working with this client too. I started honing my interview skills. I started honing my writing skills. Um, It was about at this point where I was like, man, this is fucking fun. I am loving this writing thing. And I started to kind of branch out into more creative aspects of writing. 
I loved writing self-help. I loved working with clients, but I wanted an outlet to express myself more creatively. So I started dabbling with like these creative writing prompts and one of them ultimately snowballed into um, like a 20,000 word story. And I was like, holy shit, I think that there is something here. I think that this is the start of a novel. Um, and I got to this point at like 20,000 words where I realized that there was no fucking way I could keep going by myself. <laughs> and basically at that point, I hired myself a writing coach. I was like, I have a couple options. I can either struggle and try to like muscle this out myself. I could do a writing course where I pay to watch like video modules. Um, but at the end of the day, I knew like Video modules were not going to be a fucking thing for me. I needed somebody to, who was a real life person to give me advice and keep me accountable. And that's ultimately the decision I ended up making. I hired a one-to-one -one writing coach who taught me everything I could ever want to know about writing craft, about a career as a writer, about um, writing fictional and nonfiction work. Um, my writing coach absolutely was like a gateway drug to transforming my life. It gave me a ton of confidence. It gave me a ton of skills. It gave me a ton of connections. And I still work with my writing coach right now today. Um, but it was at the end of 2021 when I had finished the entire first draft of my novel, um, my manuscript, where I made the decision to leave my job. Um, my job at the school. And it was at this point where I had gone back to work at the school. I was still getting requests almost daily to write other books and work on other projects. And I had this like really great foundation for a novel. And I talked to my partner and I said, look, like I want to leave my job. I really fucking think I can do this. And he looked at me and he was like, absolutely, let's go. <laughs> and that was all I needed to hear. Literally once he gave me the validation and supported me on my journey, I was like, absolutely, I'm doing it. So I made the decision in early 2021 that I was going to leave my job. And I worked super duper hard to finish the projects I was working on to line up like a good three projects where I was basically going to be making the same income um, when I left my job that, uh, that I was making when I was working there, except for I was now doing it through writing, something that I was really enjoying, really fucking loving, and that was really lighting me up and allowed me the the room to work on other projects that satisfied me creatively. So basically that brings us to today, like where I am right now. And I have at this point written over 15 books um, since the start of this year for a menage of, of a menagerie, excuse me, um, of clients who I've written self-help. I've written stuff about manifestation. I've written autobiographies and memoirs. I've written true crime books. Um, I actually have developed myself, um, in so many different ways in craft and art and self-expression like in this process of like learning, okay, who am I at my core? What really excites me? What gets me amped and turned on by life? What really lights a fire underneath me? And it is this creative expression. It was this feeling that like I have so much more to give to the world than what I was giving. And I feel like that transition for me was so fulfilling in so many ways. Um, now I work part-time for a publishing company where I have steady work 
writing for them. Um, my projects are exciting. They're challenging. They're fun and super creative. I have also been able to like work on this second draft of my novel, um, which is coming together really, really nicely. I am publishing some short work soon coming up that are going to be available for purchase. And I am at a point now where like life is just so much more fulfilling. The freedom I have over my time and my schedule is energizing. I'm able to travel and see my family and do work that really not only inspires me, but like gives me authentic and deep connections with other people. And within this work that I've been able to do, um, working with clients to help actualize and and take their ideas for books and turn them into something tangible and real, um, they go through incredible transformations too. I have been able to like watch people just right in front of my eyes transform because they are validated. They know and feel that somebody else in this world understands and they have like this beautiful message that they want to share and just need somebody to help them put it into words. Um, so the process that I get to go through with clients is just so fucking exciting for me and I truly, truly love it. Um, so I guess like the, the biggest takeaways from my time as a creative, um, but also like this journey, this learning and unlearning and this like true creative journey I'm on, I would say like my biggest tips if you're interested in starting a creative journey yourself in just like dabbling more in creativity are like first off, your dreams are 100% possible, even if you have proof that they're not. Um, so I think I like glazed over this, but at one point in like my working career, I think it was when I was working at Planned Parenthood and I was on call a lot. I actually tried to start a side hustle writing. Um, I joined Upwork back in like 2017 or something like so, so long ago and like took on one project and I wasn't even able to finish the project because my schedule with Planned Parenthood was just way too crazy for me. I could not balance my time well. Um, and like after that experience, I could have looked back on what I wanted to do and said like, this just isn't possible for me. Um, a creative career is impossible. Everything that everyone has told me said that like writers don't make money, that this career choice is, is irresponsible and silly and that I wouldn't be able to make any money. But literally here I am today owning my own creative business, like have worked on multiple, multiple books. I am working on a podcast right now that I'm contractual, like contractually set up for, for not only one season, but two seasons. Like your dreams are hundred percent possible. If somebody would have told me two years ago, like I could have a full-time career writing and sketching and being super creative, I would have laughed in their face. Like, no, I fucking can't. <laughs> Um, but I'm here to tell you that they, they are, you know, and it's not as like crazy as other people sometimes make it seem. It's literally just putting one foot in front of the other. And this brings me to my next point. If you're interested in starting a creative career or changing your life in any fucking way, the power to change your life literally starts with the decision to try. I just made the choice one day to give it a fucking shot and see how much I could really get away with, to see how much people would want me to do for them. And through this experience of just like giving it a shot and fucking trying, my whole life has drastically changed, but like 
absolutely drastically improved. Like I am no longer the same person I was a year or two years ago. And the amount of personal growth and freedom of expression that like this creative life has allowed me is something that I hope everyone gets to experience in this lifetime because it truly is powerful. Um, But literally that power lies in making one fucking choice. The choice to burn all your boats, to just fucking try and really fucking try, you know? I was literally just listening to or re-listening to Jen Sincero's book, Like You Are a Badass, and she talks about going after your dreams like a dateless cheerleader a week before the prom. Like, just fucking try and do your best, and literally your life will start to transform. Um, And then my kind of last little, like, point about just making the decision to start a creative journey, no matter like who you are, or where you come from, is that you don't have to see the whole staircase to take the first step. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the point before that like, I had no idea that taking the job with uh, my first client in July of 2020, I had no idea that that was going to lead to more work. <laughs> I just wanted to write a book. I wanted to kill some time. I wanted to do something over the summer that was going to help me like use my brain and just like reconnect with like what I really loved and felt passion for and enjoyed. I didn't see the whole staircase. I didn't make that choice saying like in by 2021, I want to start my own business, my own writing business. Um, but things just naturally unfolded. Like one project led to another project, which led to two more projects, which led to me writing my own manuscript and, and writing my own novel, which led to all of these other things and all these other doors that started to open for me. Um, but it all started with taking that step. Like I said, I had no intention when I started this writing journey to like leave my job, my nine to five job and drastically change my life. It started with just wanting to do something for the love of doing it. Um, and honestly, like this is a journey I'm still on. And I think that you know, when people like do enter a creative career, we have all these expectations for ourselves about like what that career should look like, how we have to be, how we have to show up in that career. Um, but like, this is truly a journey and like, I don't know where I'm going to be next year, let alone five years from now. For me, it's just at this point, continuing to take the steps that feel the best and most aligned with me. Um, and to trust your intuition. Like if I never trusted that feeling of like, why not fucking write a book now? Um, I definitely wouldn't be here. I would probably still be at my old job, you know, like mostly happy, mostly getting by, but still not feeling fulfilled, still feeling like I had so much more left to give the world. So if there's anything that I hope you take away, it's literally just like trust yourself, listen to yourself because you are the expert in your own life. Nobody can tell you what is right for you. Only you know that. And that you can absolutely have the things that you want when you want them. All you have to do is make the choice right now to to put energy towards them and to to follow your own joy and happiness. So that is my creativity story from being a carefree little kid who scribbled on everything and kept journals locked away in her (laughs) bedside drawer to owning my own freaking writing business to publishing books to helping other people actualize their book dreams and like I said I just like want this for everyone so if you liked this episode 
give me a shout on socials. You can find me at Wonderlust and Magic. Um, I will keep that IG handle in the show notes so that all you have to do is give me a click. And I hope to see you guys, connect with you guys sometime soon. All right. Love you. Bye, babes.